Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Bob. It's that time of the week. Time for a Bob Pompiani showdown. Ron against me, me against Ron. Nelly at the controls back there. We don't have the special music. So you'll just have to go ahead, Bob. Dun, 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 dun. That's my special music. You have that, don't you, back there, Charlie? I asked Darky if there was any specific soundbite, and he said no. Well, yeah, you that's can... too much, then. All then right, you but have I to get go my... find it. You have to go back to Folsey's folder. Just go ahead, Bob. We have missed the most important story of the day, and I want to bring it up first, since we've not talked about it at all. Sun J.M. at the Kapalua Maui Century Tournament set an end. Uh, PGA Tour record, 35 birdies in the course of a week. And I say this only because, Joe, I know you're looking for birdies. He made 35 of them in one week. Crazy. Any eagles? Any holes oh, in yeah, one? Oh, yeah, eagles. But, I mean, those that course is so demanding. He had to, you know, winning source 30 under par. But I'm just saying, that I had to throw that out. I know What's that doesn't get a lot What's your question, Bob? Nothing. Can you ever get 34 in your life? He's on I think his I'm way. on 21, but who's counting? He's you on his way. Made 21 birdies. I've been playing for three years. You haven't years. played 20, 21 birdies? In three years? I guess that's okay. Yeah. He's, he's like, dispi- I mean, he's like disputing your number. Three years, Bob. That's only seven per year. Okay. I just I stand corrected. I had two in the last week, by that's the way. That's good. I, I saw your scorecard. Both of them at them? number. Did you shoot a 40 on the back nine? At moon, I did, yeah, How including a birdie. Both of them at number eight at Moon. Two in the same week. Well, now we need to go to the Eagles. Uh, Not the Eagles that matter in golf, but I'm talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm going to ask this question, and I I know that Jacksonville's been eliminated. However, which is a worse collapse? Jacksonville going eight and three. Looks like absolutely solid. They were talking about number one pick overall. Then they go to one and five. Or Philadelphia, which is ten and one. And Jalen Hurts is an MVP conversation, and they lose five of their last six. Given where they were, which is worse? Well, for me, it's the Eagles because they were Super Bowl last year, and I think they're a better team uh, than Jacksonville is. So I think their collapse is worse for me, Joe. Jacksonville, they're out. The Eagles, I understand Eagles, that. The Eagles did enough, plus the Eagles lost games to San Francisco now they lost these last two to Arizona and the Giants. That's bad. But they did enough to win 11 games and get in. So the Jaguars crumbled to the point where they're not even in the playoffs. No, I guess 
that makes it different. But I, uh, ten and one, the talk. My was, expectations were more. Yes, for the my That's expectations were huge for the and Eagles. I know how much, how much I know more the for the schedule. Eagles than the Jags? The I know Jags the were schedule. expected to oh, be. Oh, the better to win roster. The better roster was Philadelphia, though. I thought. I'm not so sure about that, honestly. Philadelphia's defense has been ravaged. It has been. It has been. But I expected more from them. Anyway, that's just one of those things. I want to go to this question now, and it is the most compelling game this weekend. You have a lot of games to choose from here. Mine would be Lions and Rams. Joe, Ron, your most compelling game of the weekend. Uh, I want to see Miami, Kansas City. I think the weather's going to be a factor in it. Um, I, I, I – I got to watch Mahomes, but I'm not even going to get to see it because it's on Peacock, which I think is ridiculous. So that that to me is the most entertaining game. Other than the Steelers, you're talking. Yes. Uh, for me, it's Packers and Cowboys, the Mike McCarthy Bowl, and I think the Packers are going to go in there and maybe win that game outright. They're and def- how would you view? How cover. would Jerry Jones view his would season? Mac- he would Mac- get fired. McCarthy would you get think fired. fired? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. In different towns have different expectations. Some people are okay with ten and eight finishing a season ten and eight and losing in the first round. For better or worse, other people have different expectations that are different from this. Time. I will beg to differ with you. He won't get fired. Well, I want to. You know, obviously, if they win, it won't. It'll be a moot point. But if they lose, I bet you he doesn't get fired. I'll bet. I'll bet he does. Okay, that'll be our bet. Now, Jerry Jones has been patient. Look how long he kept Jason Garrett. That's what I mean. For a long time. I think he's tried to be patient. You win a division, uh, there's a lot to be said for that because a lot of people thought the Eagles would win that division. Um, I mean, using the same uh, a set of rules here, would you fire Sirianni if they lose in the first round of Tampa Bay? I wouldn't fire McCarthy. Okay. And I certainly would. But you just fire. said you think Jerry Jones would. Yeah. So I yeah, don't. yeah. Well, I mean, McCarthy's track record in Dallas isn't as good as Sirianni went to a Super Bowl. I understand that. But they also I mean, went from 10 and 1 to where they are. And they may, if I they lose it. to Tampa Bay in the first round with Baker Mayfield, I don't know. That would be, I wouldn't do it. I'm just, I'm just wondering what would I mean, the Eagles then. have their proof that you can change coaches and keep winning. Right, they've been now been to. Yeah, Super but you Bowls. don't. I don't think the more of that you do, the less chance you have of continuing that. I think, I think Sirianni's a good coach, and I. And so I, do I. Uh, no, I wouldn't fire him. They've had one bad stretch under him, right? Absolutely. That's not. it. All right, over and under this week: Pittsburgh, Buffalo. Najee Harris over and under twenty carries in this game. He had over twenty last game, and as a team, in the last two weeks they've been pushing over 40. 20. Is that the number over and under? I'm going to say over. I think they're going to try to run it ad nauseum. Yeah, I'm going to say over. What's he got in his last? He's got 53 carries in his last two games? Over. And I'm not, I'm not convinced they're going to run it really well this weekend either. I, I, I don't know that they're going to have this kind of success, but he's been great. That's undeniable. Jalen Warren, over under eight carries. I'm going to say over. Under. He only had, he had eight nine. Last... He had nine last week. What did he have the week before? He had more the week 13, before. Thirteen, and then eight the week before that against Cincy. So he's been eight to thirteen. George Pickens four catches over under. How about him not getting a target? Well, they're going to try to take him away again, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't throw in his direction. I got to throw to him a little more than they did. Now again, I'm trying to factor in the weather conditions too. The other day, four. What did you say? Four catches or four, targets? Four catches. Yeah. I'm going to say under. Four catches? Catches. Over. Okay, I agree, too. I think it's over. Especially right. if they fall behind, I think they're going to have to throw. That's Josh true. Allen, 
Over under 35 rushing yards. Over. Over. Over? Really? He might get that on quarterback sneaks alone. I think he's, that run last night on that third and 15 play to get 16, he broke two tackles and he wasn't even, he never even looked at it, considered his body. No, he never does consider his yeah, body. Right. And that's that could be a problem for them too. The Steelers have a habit of getting after running quarterbacks. Like they know how to take legal shots at guys. And you can bet they're going to get physical with Josh Allen. Because he'll want to get physical. He'll want to get physical. Yeah, that's his game. All right, tight ends. Let's focus on them. Pat Fryermuth over under three catches. He had two in the last game. And before that, I don't think he had any, did he? No, not in uh, Seattle. That's a good one. Now, he was a lot in the Cincinnati game because they gave him the middle of the field. Uh, I'm going to say, what, two? Three. Um, uh, you got to do a half on these, Bob. Two and a half or three. I'm not playing a half. I'm playing over. I'm going to say, then he gets three. On the nose. On the nose, okay. I'm going to say over. I think if they win this game, he's going to play a big role. All right. Buffalo, they have two really good tight ends, and I would imagine they're going to be chief among the targets here. So, both Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid on the over and under line, five each. Hmm. Over, under on each of them. Knox, Kincaid. I'll well, say they'll each get five, Bob. <laughs> you want me to get that half number in there, I know. KZ coming back is a big deal. Memphis. How much? How much is it re- realistic to expect he plays? Was he? I don't think he was allowed in their facility during the suspension. Does he step right back in? He better. Although Rose been good. Eric Rose been real good. Really, Tomlin singled him out first after the game. So he'll be in the mix even if Minka's back. Uh, what was the question? Five catches each for their tight ends, Knox no. and Kincaid. Because no. if you look at their active streak over – I mean, they've both been targeted quite a bit over the last several games. That's too many. I think Kincaid has a big game, not Knox. So one of them you think will go over five catches? Yes. Okay. Now we move on to tonight's national championship game, Michigan-Washington. Two-part question, who wins, number one? And number two, Jim Harbaugh. Is it his last game? And if so, where does he end up in the NFL? Oh, man, I'm still thinking about this game. I, 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 my heart tells me uh, go with Washington, but I think Michigan's defense is so good. I'll probably go with Michigan. And I think, yes, Harbaugh will be in the NFL next year, wherever, just about wherever Give me a wants. team. Most logical place for him to end up. Uh, Chargers, maybe. Man, I want Washington to win this game, but I think Michigan will. I think Michigan will win the game. And I think Harbaugh winds up on the Chargers as well, although Belichick. Have we heard anything on him yet? No. <clears throat> That's going to be an interesting story. Well, it'll be a mutual whatever. So if if I can't believe he's going to stay there. Do you think there's any chance of him remaining in New England? What more can he do and what more does I, he want to do there? I, uh, I don't. I don't think. You know, he. I guess he did his press conference today and said uh, – I'm going to do what I always do, work hard to make the team better, blah, 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 but didn't really answer stuff about his future. I don't think he'll be back, Joe. Give me a percentage, Joe. 2%. Just like milk, Bob. Yeah, he won't <laughs> He won't be back. He's not going to be back. He might be in, in L.A. with the Chargers. Who knows? I think the third part of your question should be, is the Michigan National Championship, should it come to pass, tainted? Um, I think. It will be tainted, given the fact there were two suspensions involved in the same year. <laughs> uh, but people don't seem to care about tainting anything anyway. They, as long as you win, they'll forget about everything. 
That's how it is in sports, period. You can do a lot of bad things. As long as you win, you can be looked at as somebody in a heroic sense. So I think it's tainted, too, and I think that's one reason why he's going to go to the NFL because I think the worst for him is coming down the road, uh, you know, as far as punishment for his misdeeds in the past. I think I see a Pete Carroll here where he runs to the NFL, A, for a zillion dollars, and B, to just avoid uh, the law at, at Michigan. All right. Hockey question, Penguins in Philadelphia. This is a big game. Uh, the Penguins have done some winning of late, and yet they still are seventh in the Metropolitan Division. I say this, Joe, as I know that they are reaching the halfway point of the season. So halfway in, they're out of the playoff picture, uh, and their key players have remained healthy all the way through. How important is a game with the Flyers who are four points ahead of them right now and beat them earlier this year? I mean, every game right now, they're, they're, it's getting late early out there, Bob. They're almost halfway, and, and they aren't really, even though they played well for a while, I think they have played pretty well for a while. They're not really Moving making up. up significant ground, and right. that just goes to show you that, that, that when you're behind multiple teams and – You factor in the loser point too, Joe. Yeah, that you're not going to catch up maybe. That loss at home to Buffalo, they, they can't lose at home to teams below them, right? Um, even though they said they played okay – I think it's a big game tonight. I think Joe summed it up perfectly. It is getting late early. <clears throat> yeah, and you'd fall six points behind them. Uh, again, just the digging out is hard to do. Jake Gensel, still no contract. So what do you think Jake Gensel would command? What do you think he wants, currently making $6 million a year last year of a deal? What do you th- and how do you facilitate that, knowing they have so many high-end contracts? I think it's a real big challenge for – Kyle Dubas, I'm looking, thinking nine maybe. Um, he's he's a 40-goal man, and Sid loves him. And I think he's the best closer, finisher closer, finisher Sid's ever had. I, I think they find a way to get it done. I'm not quite sure how. I mean, if, where there's a will, there's a way. I'm not sure it's the best move, honestly, for a guy who's going to cross that threshold of 30 years old pretty soon and you're going to have to pay i'm looking you know at some of the projections for him like you said what nine million a year that's, is, is that the best use of their money i'm not so sure about that but he's been if really you want to do it what would you have to do to make it happen because you'd have to get rid of some contracts somewhere absolutely somehow. well ideally you'd have some young cheaper players on their way up through the system here but it doesn't look like that's happening you got to look if they want to prioritize then, right? I mean, Gensel over you, over other people then you don't can always you have pay to somebody. look to trade them Sidney Crosby doesn't want him to leave. I'm I sure of that. that. I know that. Uh, and quite frankly, he is their most prolific goal scorer. I don't know how you can trade him unless you fall out of this a little bit and you figure, well, we're not going to make it now. we got to do something, and yeah. this would be the move. I think that I, I think they're going to find a way to sign him, though. The salary cap is going up, too. I, think I understand that, but they million. have too many high-end contracts. By how much, Nelly? I believe the last projection was at least $4 million, and I, Toronto – Seems to have been. Yeah, they're, they're looking at Nylander right now in a ninety-two yeah. million dollar extension. Eight years, ninety-two million. How about million. that? Who would you prioritize if you had bonuses. to moving forward, Carlson or Gensel? Has the Carlson thing been a little bit of yeah, a disappointment? One of my next questions. I, well, I, I think sure has. yes, based on what the expectations are for him. He hasn't scored a goal in a long time, or at least one in like I don't know how long it's been, but. Um, you know, there's still a lot of game left. I'm not going to rule anything out, but I, he's not been what I expect him to be. One final question before my clock expires, and that would be this. The Los Angeles Lakers 
uh, won the in-season tournament. Their response to this was to raise a banner next to all the legitimate ones. How in the world can they do that? How When I saw that, I couldn't believe it. I'm thinking to myself, this is a thing to generate more television eyes in a doldrums of the regular season. They're raising a banner? Have they lost their their standards? If you put that banner up against— I think the NBA made them do it. It's a total embarrassment. But you can't put especially, it next to the, next, the ones up there. Don't a, you move to the other side of the building next to the Kings. You know what Next I mean? Next to the hockey team? Get him out of there. Get him I mean, out of here. You have to keep it on the basketball side of the building. But that never should have been done in the first place. You can't raise a banner. There's no way they raise a banner on their own volition. It's, it's, you, you the, it's the Laker franchise. The league made them do it, I think. I don't think that at all. Either way, it's an embarrassment to have it hanging there. I agree. Do you? Embarrassment. I don't even know what turn of what I, I've heard about it. I don't even know what it is. And to raise a banner for it strikes me as ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think so. They're, they're bigger than that. They're better than that, although they're struggling right now <clears throat> in the West. That's today's showdown. No, uh, no Pirates Fest questions. What Did you I, get out the Pirates I, Fest? No, they're I was talking, busy all day. They're I talking. Heard. They they expect to play playoff games next year. I heard our, our man Shelton say Haven't we that. said that every year? Haven't they said that? Isn't their goal to be a championship team every single season? I no, mean, this I, is the first time they've actually said that. Yeah, I think, I think so, since too. Since Charrington got here. Well, isn't it time? Yes. How many years does it take? And quite frankly, have they Five. done enough? Have they done enough? No. No. Did you see the picture they signed? What's his Martin name? Martin Perez. No, good, no, no. Martin Perez. Okay. <laughs> That's right. I mean, he's a good pitcher. Ter- but he's 32, just like the other guy. Uh, who was it? Marco Gonzalez. Yeah. They're 32. They're just like Velasquez was last year. And that's fine, except that you need younger people. You need Quinn Priester. You need Paul Skeens. You need all these guys. Brubaker's coming back. They they need to f- move on and fulfill the expectations and potential that I think they have. That's where the that's where the key will be. Well, oh. luckily for us, we have a Steelers Bills playoff game. Okay, over and under. One final one for you. Yes. Paul Skeens will be in Pittsburgh starting three weeks into the season. Over and under that. Under. He'll be here. I'm going to say over. I'm going to say by May 15th. Okay. Thank you, Bob. You're welcome. That Joe. was a wonderful showdown. Now let's get back to the matter at hand, which is Steelers' bills for all the marbles. Well, it's not the Super Bowl, but it's to see who goes on and who goes home. What are your thoughts on the Steelers' legitimate chances in this game, their best route toward victory? And I've got five pertinent Steeler questions coming up for Ron and Bob. In the meantime, listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle in Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. Edgar Snyder and Associates uh, Fan Text Line, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. JP Roofing Insiding, Joe Potochnik. I heard from him last night. He was very excited about all the football results. He's a man of many passions. Number one is roofing and siding. He's been doing this for 42 years. They've been out to my house on a couple of occasions. Fixed exactly what was wrong both times. And I haven't worried about it since. It's really as simple as that when it comes to JP. They get the job done. You don't thrive in a market like this for 42 years if you're not leaving the customer satisfied. And now's the perfect time either for prevention or fixing a problem that already exists. 
$500 off any roofing or siding installation right now at JP Roofing and Siding. Give them a call, 412-829-7711. That's 829-7711. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. By the way, Bob, one thing you didn't ask in your showdown. Pitt landing a transfer quarterback. We talked about this a month ago, and my thought then was they can't be serious that they're moving ahead with Yarnell and Vayer. They And maybe one of those two guys would be good. I don't know, but they can't be serious about that. And now, lo and behold, they get the number nine overall prospect from the class of 2023 a year later. 6'4", 240, Alabama's Eli Holstein. They get him from Alabama. And he has four years of eligibility, which is, to me, the best part of that whole thing, if he's he's decent. This is gigantic Yeah, but we thought the same with a lot of these transfers. Every single one of them were highly ranked. He's not got it right with any of these guys yet. Maybe he will with this guy. Peterman, he got it right. But you know what? That new offensive coordinator, he seems to have given a lot of control to, to the point where they've made coaching changes at his discretion. What do you mean? He gave all that control to Frank, too. Everything was Frank. Well, not, yes, not Frank to this that. degree. I mean, not to this degree. Well, you hire a new coordinator, I guess you're going to let him bring in people he's comfortable I guess that's with. Right. I don't care if they're 0 for their last 10. The point is they can't go into next season with the two quarterbacks they have, and they just have they gotten a top 10 guy a year into, well, a year I mean, into you, his they, Who are you if talking, you look at Phil Jerkovic when, when he was taken out, he was considered that. Okay, but we were four years into it, and he clearly wasn't that. Christian Veyer is another guy that a lot of people thought, given this, would be fine. Uh, who was the guy? Max, they, Brown. Max, Max Brown. Brown. Not good. He's a good analyst, by the way. I watched yeah. a lot of Slovis. Good, Slovis. And all Slovis, these guys yeah. were looked at, and all the hype, a hype, hype. and then. So I'm on a reserve comment until I see it. But it's, I like the fact that he has four years of eligibility, not that that means anything in today's transfer. I like the fact that he's 6'4 and was the number nine overall prospect. Plus he was class. in Alabama. And it wasn't – th- same thing with Slovis, by the way. He already had a bad college year under his belt. Jerkovic had a couple of those. Mm-hmm. To me, this is different. But the real point is – they needed to go out and find a quarterback, and at least they're trying. And the fact that Nick Saban had interest in him tells me a lot, too. Exactly. I mean, he was at Alabama. I So this is, to me, at least they're trying. Narduzzi brought in an offensive coordinator who 
is completely different profile-wise than anybody else he's ever brought in, really. And now a quarterback. So at least he's at least he's trying to do something different, and I like that a lot. You guys? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's see what happens. Um, this guy seems to be innovative, this new coordinator, right? A young guy. Yeah. Um, you know, Narduzzi's always wanted to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Maybe he realizes now that, you know, you can't just do that. Yeah, but when he brought in Matt Canada, it was a different approach there, too. And they had great success. And they did. All right, five pertinent Steeler questions. Who's the best receiver on the field on Sunday? Who do you Counting think? tight ends. Who do you think? I'm not saying who will have the best game. Who's the best Counting wide receiver tight ends? on that field? Yeah. It's got to be Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is really good when he's at his best. I'm going to say Pickens. Diggs hasn't quite got it done as of late for them, really. He made some hasn't. great catches last night. Yeah, I guess. He's a great player. But it seems like he's been unhappy all year. Who isn't? Of course, Pickens has been <laughs> unhappy, too. I think that, that Diggs is is the best receiver, but I think that Pickens potentially is. I think he's the he's the most talented. He's going to be. He might be the most talented player on every football field he walks onto, and I think he will be in this game. But that's not the question you asked. No, it's not. I think Diggs is the best receiver. Man, that catch he made last night. I know. I, I don't know how he did it. Along the uh, the bomb down the yeah. left side. That was. He had it again. Great hands. He also smoked Jalen Ramsey early in the game, and Josh Allen missed him. Overrated right now, I think. He missed him by ten yards. It was wide open. All right. Who's the best tight end on the field in this game? I say Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, I like him too. I like him even better than uh, Fryermuth. Yeah, I think so too. I think he's got more of an ability to get down the field. He's almost like a wide receiver, Kincaid. All right. Now regarding the Steelers, do you think the point spread – let me put it this way. When you saw the point spread, were you surprised? Yes. I was a little bit. I thought it might have been a touchdown. Yeah, that's what I thought. Maybe seven and a six half. Or, six or seven, not nine and a half. Why do you think but it is that? And how much difference smart. did T.J. Watt make? A lot. I think that's a couple points, probably. Yep. I think that's your difference. Yep. So it still would have been seven and a half. Yeah, that's normal. Mm. You're talking about a team that's a seventh versus a two, a two playing at home. And also, with an the, old... the wise guys have the Steelers as the longest right. odds of the twelve playoff teams. I get the seven versus the two, but it was a bounce away from being the the Steelers higher seeded than the Bills, and was two bounces away from the Bills not even right. making the playoffs. No, I get it. I understand that, but I also think the quarterback matters here. This yeah, is a guy, that's and, what I and, think. and the pressure, right. that's the one thing that I'm going to keep an eye on. If this game is close, I'm sure Mike Tomlin would love to have a fourth quarter real tight game and see what happens. They've had too many meltdowns in playoff games late in games, whether it's um, you know decisions made by the coach or you know plays not made by their players. I, I think you got to keep it close and then hope that the pressure becomes an issue. I think Vegas is looking issue. at that too. They're obviously looking at Watt. But they're also looking at Rudolph, and I know people get angry when they hear it, but a sober analysis of Mason Rudolph has to include the competition they faced and that while he's been efficient and at times very good, he has three touchdowns in three games. And the Baltimore game, the weather was bad, but he also, uh, it was a little rough at times, was it not? Yes, very He fumbled rough. three times but, I mean, the ball right the, the in The ball hands. was on the ground. You know, Najee fumbled first 
play the game yep. and had to recover. Jalen Warren had Twice. two. There, the conditions I mean, were really – they were beyond awful. They were bad. Yeah. So, I think that – So, is that an excuse for his fumbles? Uh, I, th- I think it is. Yep. You know, they had a who, who, who put her on the ground for them, too. Um, it was it, it was tough conditions to play in. How about the ball right in the guy's hands? That was also a turnover-worthy play. I saw signs. I, I get it. I understand all I that. I saw signs of, of the Mason that I didn't like for years in that game. More in terms of, of just being basically a statue in the pocket and having no idea that he was getting pressure from behind. He's lucky he didn't get strip-sacked at least one or two other times. Well, one of them we thought was, right? And they ruled it an incompletion? Mm-hmm. And the one, the ball flew straight up in the air. I don't know, man. That, that's why what I'm saying is when Vegas coldly calculates these things, I don't think they're looking at the Mason Rudolph story necessarily the same way everybody else is. I think they're looking at him as the worst quarterback in the but AFC But they also playoffs. see no T.J. Watt and a lot of injuries to the interior of the Steeler defense against a, a quarterback who loves to utilize his tight ends. For sure. For sure. But don't you think they're also, when they rate it, where do you guys rate Rudolph among the AFC playoff quarterbacks? Oh, man, I'd have to think uh, Mahomes, who's number one. Lamar's uh, going to be the MVP. See, I would think, yeah, I I would think, think it last, requires much last. thinking. No, it's last. He'd be last. Other than Flacco. But Flacco's playing at a level that's, Fra- yeah, Flacco I do too, right given now. the experience that he's had. And, again, that's just the way it is. You got, These are all the elite quarterbacks in the game. C.J. Stroud is better uh, than a lot of – you know, I, I, I'm bullish on the Texans. I am. I think they're going to beat Cleveland. Okay. Do you think the Steelers are going to put the ball in Mason's hands and let him try to throw the ball downfield, which a lot of people will tell you is his strength? Depends on the weather. The weather depends it, on the wind. There's also lake effect snow forecast that's come into play here. Uh, there's a projection out uh, there. You can, hear, you can hear He's a lot of these projections. It. Now we're overdoing the weather. I'm just saying, I just saw this, uh, that the potential is out there for several inches of snow, depending on the temperature. Forget the snow. It's the wind up there. But, when okay, the Steelers both. opened the season there in September, the wind was, like, brutal to walk but in. But my, my point is, who knows? If you're gonna, you can't throw the ball in those conditions. I mean, if it's a brutal windstorm, yes, but I've seen enough games there where you can get, you can throw the ball down the field, even with snow, for sure. The Steelers are going to try to run it down their throats as best they can. They will throw when necessary, and they will surprise you once in a while. But in this kind of game, See, I don't let, think if, they're going to go and just, you know, you look for over and unders and t- how many a pass attempts does Mason Rudolph have? You know, we saw twenty in Baltimore. Even in Seattle, what was it, 23? You know, I think that's what they want to do with this game. I think they're making a grave mistake if the conditions at all lend themselves to throwing the ball and they don't get George Pickens heavily involved in the game and Fryermuth and Deontay, for that matter. Um, I think that that's something that against the Bills could be exploited. You, if you're, you, you got to try to get the ball down the field. A you got to try to get it to Pickens. There's no doubt about that. That's a mismatch no matter what. This team lost Tredavious White early in the season. He wasn't quite the same after his major injury. But who's going to cover Pickens? What's the one-on-one matchup there? Tyreek Hill was hurting last night. That was obvious. He kept coming out of the game. Limped off the field. He kept coming out of the game. The Bills, I think, could be vulnerable in the back end with uh, with Pickens. Well, then maybe they'll give it a shot. But I don't think you're going to see a steady diet of it. No. But I'm, I'm saying got to take your shots. Take you have to, you have to. I don't think they're going to walk in there and run all over the Bills either. 
again, but I, I think hate, their best I hate chance, to say this. The way it's going but is But the to Bengals do... and the Seahawks are brutally bad run defenses, and the Ravens didn't have a defense on the field. So I think that that provides context for the game. It also gives this team confidence that they can and will try to do the same. I don't think they might be effective. They're not going to walk in and run. They're going to try to run the ball. I don't think they're going to walk in and run for, you know, a hundred. I understand, but that's been their identity in these three wins mostly. And it's allowed. And and Mason Rudolph's ability to get to single one-on-one coverage and, and drop dimes in when need, when need be, he does it. So, Again, I, I don't know that you radically change. I, I At this point, I don't think they're going to say, well, we're going to throw the ball 40 times. And no, we're no, not- no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you have to take some shots down the field. You just yeah. have to. And I think they have. Last week, notwithstanding, because of the weather. Yeah. I mean, they took one. It was a perfect throw. It wasn't really a I don't even know if I take that as a shot down the field. That was Well, a, the one on the left was that Deontay slant. that was right to Deontay. See, Deontay, I thought, should have caught that ball. So do I. I don't understand what he was doing He didn't on look that like play. he was even running. No, more. and the ball was there for him to catch. That's an intermediate throw down the field, so I would include that as – I'm not talking but, about, like, taking bombs down mm-hmm. the field. Throw the ball in an intermediate way down the field where your, your receivers can catch it and run just like he did. Yeah. I thought Orlovsky made a nice point about the dry ball leading into the quarter because they started with a dry ball and they made that pass with a dry ball on an A when there were a lot of wet balls. <laughs> Don't look at me that way. I didn't I just, look at him. That's you know what I meant. Jeez. Yeah, I know what you meant. <laughs> it seemed to me that we the need official to Bill had a, we he need had to Bill a towel, he had a towel over the ball. And then sometimes he would still put it down well before the snap. Like, why did you just dry it off? Yeah. If you're going to put it down in a driving rainstorm. And you know, it right never, ever stopped the entire game. Yeah. It never stopped raining hard. And it was hard. fierce, right? Not, not, was... not light rain, hard. Nelly, what do you make of all that? Which part, he's wondering. Yes. Which Snapping part? with wet balls. <laughs> uh, uh, it ain't easy, is it? No. no. It's hard. To... Trying to word, use my words carefully. And... It ain't easy for Mason Cole and whoever the Bills center is. It doesn't seem like game. it's been easy for Mason Cole to snap the ball under How any How about condition. Pitt's very own Dane Jackson back there playing well? That. They were attacking him last night. I thought he held up, and I thought his interference penalty on Tyreek Hill on that last drive was a great penalty to take. It was. Because if he catches that in stride, it's a touchdown. He still should have caught it, though. I know. Tyreek Hill had to go in and out of his hands. He I knew. know, but the only thing that stopped him, I think, was Jackson holding yeah. him before Yeah, that. there are there are some things that are good penalties. In hockey, you see a guy behind the fence drag. Okay, it's a good penalty. There are good penalties to take in football, too, and that was one of them. Do you, all right, next question. Do you employ Minka, assuming he plays as a spy on Josh Allen? I think that's risky. I think I'm, I'm playing it straight up. You know, take my chances. And, you know, make make sure you're contained, guys, on the outside. Uh, you know, it won't be uh, T.J. Watt. I don't know if I like that spying stuff. You know, maybe for a guy like Lamar, but to me, Allen's a different type of runner. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know if I'd have – I'd probably play him straight up, Joe. I would definitely have a special game plan for him because he's that kind of guy where he can wreck a game really, with his legs. One famous example was Shazier against Kaepernick. Remember that game when he spied Kaepernick? Yeah. I think that was a season opener. He did a great job. Yeah, it can go to good or bad results, but, I mean, Josh Allen has had games of 81. He just ran for 67 yards last night. 
It also forces you to play a lot of zone because you start playing man with guys turning their backs to the quarterback. He's just going to take off. And he will do it every time, and he's not afraid of contact. So He Fit- looks for contact. 15 attempts last night. He's a running back. A lot of times he leads them in rushing, although James Cook is a pretty good player. <clears throat> and Singletary has a role on that team, too. He's pretty good. Yeah, they utilize him the right way. No, you're thinking of the other guy. Singletary's in. Or not, uh, yeah. Um, who am I thinking of? The little guy that scored a touchdown. Yeah, what's his I name? I can't remember his name. How about, oh. the, how about the catch last night in the end zone off the ball that went off the Dolphins player's helmet? Yeah. That, that could have bizarre. easily been another red zone turnover. It could have been. He's not afraid. See, that's what I like about Josh Allen, though. He's not afraid. He reminds me a lot of, of Favre in a way. that He's not going to be down on himself if he throws two or three He is very much like Favre. He just says, you know what, Fine. I'm going to come back and I'm going to forget it. He has a short memory. He goes after it. And I love that quality. Well, I he's think- very much like him in terms of risk-taking. Right. He doesn't give it Sometimes down. Sometimes you got to. That's his strength Didn't Collinsworth compare him to him last night? Yeah. And they also have Leonard Fournette, who I still think can play, by the way, from the little I've seen. He hasn't gotten a ton of action, but uh, I think he can play. They're still a very dangerous team offensively, right? Oh, sure. Again, to me, the key is the tight ends. Forget the wide receivers. They have good ones. You put Joey Porter on digs, right? Shakira, Shakira is one of those guys who can shake it down the field. He's Gabe Davis if he's healthy. And and then Diggs, you got a lot of things to worry about on that offense. that's not an easy offense to try to stop. Next question. How do the Steelers, how do you think they've done making up for their injuries on defense? And how do they make up for no T.J. Watt here? I would say splendidly on what they've done so far because guys like Eric Rowe and Miles Jack have been so much better than I think they expected, let alone me. Uh, T.J.'s a little different animal. I mean, I guess – you know, Marcus Golden has been around. He can play. You're going to see a little bit of Herbig. But who do you, how do you make up for maybe the defensive player of the year? I think they've made up for a lot of other guys out already. I, 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 I think done better than I expected, but I don't know, Bob, if they can make up for TJ. No, but I think they are better suited to handle that than they've been in the past. I think Golden and Herbig as reserves are better than some of the people, um, you know, they've had there. So not that they can – you know, do what T.J. Watt does. But they're going to have – I mean, they're going to have to make plays every one of those guys up front. The defensive line is going to have to step up when they have to. Uh, The coverage is going to be very important. And that's why I don't think you can afford to have Mink as a spy. I think if you do that, you're going to open up some things that um, put a lot of pressure on other guys on that defense. But, Jody, to answer your question, I think they've done much better than I think anyone would have thought, that group. Me too. I mean, bro looks the like most... I mean a good player, right? Why wasn't he? Why I think Cam asked it. Why wasn't he on the field all year? Yeah, and he's thirty-one. He's not a kid. He's been an okay player, right? In different right. places. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think they just he got injured a little bit, but most of the season they've given that team with no offense a chance to win almost every week. Almost every week, uh, I think they're top six or seven in in scoring defense. Takeaways they've been great at. If they had any semblance of an offense for the entire season, who knows where they would be. But they haven't. Here's where the Steelers can win the game. Having watched a number of Bills games, the Bills' offensive line can be very, very leaky. And it was last night. You watched the whole game, right? One of the reasons why Josh Allen carries the ball 15 times a game. Oh, he's People don't even appreciate what he does 
He's unbelievable at avoiding sacks, or he would have had 50 this year. You watched the game yesterday. Yeah, I did. I saw it. It, it, was, it was a jailbreak on every, t- every time he dropped back. For him just to get out of trouble and, and attempt to pass a lot of times is a miracle. Now, are the Steelers going to be able to take advantage of that? That's the question. I mean, I didn't see much from their defensive line against Baltimore. Uh, I, I didn't see much pressure uh, generated from them. TJ had, you know, two sacks, I know. But I'm just wondering where that pressure is going to come from without him. Well, it better come from Highsmith and I think Herbig and Golden. I think they're much, much better positioned to withstand the yes. loss of TJ than they've been because of those two guys. Yes, they're guys big like and golden. Cassius Marsh and all these other people yeah. who have trotted out there. They, right. These guys look like legitimate players for sure. I think so. Herbig could play a giant role in this game. In fact, I think if they win, he's going to be one of the heroes of the day. The Bills are vulnerable. They're vulnerable on the edges. Deion Dawkins, I've seen him. We saw him a couple years ago. Remember when mm-hmm. TJ and Melvin Ingram he's destroyed this yeah. team? Just destroyed them. And I think Herbig has a chance to do that. I think Highsmith has a chance to do that, especially if the Steelers could somehow get themselves into a lead. Now, that's one thing I've noticed about the Bills. Now, in the end, Allen's only been sacked 24 times, which is an absolute miracle. You know, the thing they have in common, both these teams got rid of their offensive coordinators, and Joe Brady's done a very good job of, of, of getting them back to what they did, I think, when they were successful offensively. And I think Faulkner and Sullivan combined have done a very good job too. So, but the execution has to be there for all these things to work. You have to execute it. You know, you hear that it's trite to say, but it's true. If you don't execute, it doesn't matter how good or bad the. I think play I heard that is. after every game this year. But you it gotta is execute. You know, it's true. Fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over fifty years. South Hills Kia. Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit SouthHillsKia.net. And Awaken 180 Weight Loss, social media's biggest loser, brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. We'll go with Mulsey. He's lost a lot of weight on this plan. Reserve your consultation today at Awaken180WeightLoss.com. Cook and Joe every Wednesday hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle in Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday. At noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. All right, we're getting ready for a big playoff game. That's redundant. Every playoff game is big. So let's take one last look at the regular season that was with the Steelers and with the NFL. Hand out some awards here as the regular season comes to a close. We'll do that next on Cook and Joe Fan Weather. Uh, brought to you by Sun Chevy 2024. Starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com, mostly cloudy, with a high of 39 today. Joe, I have a message for the people. I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing, Pittsburgh's best plumbing company. Didn't see a truck coming in today from Cranberry. Usually always do. I'm counting on now seeing one when I go home because there's uh, uh, over 50 of them out on the road. And I always smile when I see one, not because somebody has a plumbing problem. I don't wish that on anybody, but maybe because somebody has the good sense to call 412-Rooter2. 412-Rooter2. And I know the truck that I see is headed to somebody's business to fix a backed-up sewer, maybe to somebody's home to fix a broken water heater. The person uh, in charge of such uh, plumbing problems, smart enough to call 412-Rooter2. Check out the website. It's a good one. Mr. Rooter Pittsburgh, 
Plumbing.com. Mr. Reuter Plumbing has been in this market almost 21 years now. You know how good you have to be to last in any market doing anything? Well, Mr. Reuter Plumbing is. The number again, 412 Reuter 2. Financing is available. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company is Mr. Reuter Plumbing. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.